Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! If you had to lose one item into the fire, what would you rather be, a hot dog or a marshmallow? 80% of people saying they, they couldn't bear to lose the hot dog. How about that? But when a marshmallow's burning, it's on fire, man. That's just a horrible feeling, too. Right. <laughs> I know. And you can't touch it. Ah, 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 and you're looking around, everybody's occupied with their own thing, and you're like, help me, somebody blow it out. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show, everybody. Coming in hot into Hour 2 of episode number 472. Moose DuPont's here. Hello. What do you know, Moose? You know, um, with everything that's gone on, uh, I don't know a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I caught you off guard. No. <laughs> no, well, hey, I'm, I'm surfing Twitter in the break, and... I'm, we follow all of the staff of the teams in the Western Hockey League. And you That's see right. they're all checking out of the Brooks of the Hubble. Saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, leave it the way you found it. That looked like, was it the Rams locker room or something? They all have their own rooms in there? Well, in, in the, the hockey rink? In I don't rink, know. Some of them do. There's only so many rooms, though. Right. Right. So some of them have rooms. Some of them have little curtained off hallway sections. Um, but it looked like the Moose Jaw Warriors had themselves a locker room. So uh, they made sure to leave it the way they found it. And they said, see ya. Not going to miss ya. <laughs> <laughs> That's hockey. Yeah. That's hockey. Um, hey, as we are talking hockey today, uh, and we'll get to our National Hockey League, Pucks U, folks. That's right. Pucks University. Sign up for the Peterson Playoff Special at universityofpucks.com and learn how to become one of the top NHL DraftKings and FanDuel players on the planet. For only $20, RP Show viewers get full site access from now until they hoist the cup. Pucks U has it all from systems, stats, strategies, and more. There's like six to eight articles a day published to universityofpucks.com. All the inside information on all NHL teams for your betting intelligence. Check them out today, universityofpucks.com. And remember, it's the Peterson Playoff Special, just $20. I went on a seven-minute monologue an hour ago about the Winnipeg Jets 6-1 loss last night to the order, so I'm not interested in doing it again. But as I look at sports on tap tonight for the uh, tap Brewhouse and Liquor Store dupes. There's eight NHL games. Your Leafs are off again. Are they on a bye week? As they call it, the bye week? It appears to be. Yeah, they haven't played for a while, That's huh? That's right. Uh, actually, all of... <clears throat> Ray, in the six, texted in and said he's taking the Canadian division off. Well, so is the NHL schedule. Yeah. Maybe they're all not playing because Team Canada's playing Sweden at the World Under-18s. I respect Maybe that. they all got together and said, no, we can't play tonight, guys. Connor Bedard's, Connor Bedard's playing. playing. <laughs> <laughs> he does look good in the Canadian jersey, I oh. gotta say. I gotta say. Jeff in Winnipeg watching, he says, I can't wait to get my Connor Bedard card. And I guess the rest of this season's Pats, too. I'd like to think that the rest of the Pats in that set are just happy to be along for the ride. Yeah. And not feeling somewhat nose out of jointish. I know. Because it's all about Bedard. I kind of feel bad for them because you're going through them. It's like, get out of here. Are you? Where's Bedard? Where's No, I. You don't know. Of course not. Andrew Stout watching. He says, the Leafs play my Habs tomorrow. I know. I, I heard this the other day. 
one of the news channels my wife had it on they said geniuses aren't recognized until long after they're dead and i'm like well that's that's going to be me right because how brady that? how about that i said you know brady went on that ramp yesterday he was ready to throw his phone against the wall and smash it because the habs weren't going to call up cole caulfield and they're in cap hell and the habs suck oh and then caulfield plays and goes in and they beat the flames like well, you completely wasted all that emotion and potentially a great phone it's because you were mad that they lost the night before. Like, settle on these hockey results. Or at the very least, Paul Maurice, right? Like, wanting him fired? Yeah. Can we just wait until the playoffs are over? Because I still think, I still think the Jets could beat the Orders in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, with this attitude and the way they played last night, no. But these last two weeks are about fine-tuning. That's all that they're about. You already know you're in the playoffs, and you know you're going to play the Oilers, so start getting ready for that, and I'm sure they are. Yes, and it's, it's just too much entitlement. It's too much entitlement, and we're not, we have never learned how to lose growing up. We've never, we haven't learned, I guess. We haven't it learned must how, be what it is. You know, haven't learned how to lose. And... I think you should be mad when your team lost. You should be furious, and you should be upset because it makes winning feel better, right? Yep. should makes winning feel better. But because you lost doesn't mean the coach has to be fired, doesn't mean your team sucks, doesn't mean your goaltender sucks. It means you weren't good enough that night. So be upset that you weren't good enough, but don't say, well, we lost, now we got to do this, 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 and this. And there's only, you know, we got screwed or this app. That entitlement that you should win every night, no, you're going to lose. Be okay with it. Be upset. But nothing needs to change. You just need to play better. We always want to make changes every time we lose. Everybody does. You know, and it's just not reality. Just short-term thinking. Yeah. I got to address this question from Wayne in Victoria, B.C. He said, confident much, Rod? LOL? No, but you have to understand, Wayne. I'm incredibly happy in my life. Incredibly happy with my surroundings and my family and my work situation. I'm very happy. You didn't know me 10 years ago. You wouldn't have wanted to know me 10 years ago. So I'm just trying to show everybody the path to happiness. Let it go is my point. Those Jets fans that are so upset about Paul Maurice, they have no control over how the Jets play hockey. Or you, Wayne, over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and how they do things. So I'm just saying, if you want to be happy, do these things. That's all. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, what has your attention the most this week? And we are zeroing in on the right topics in terms of what we spent our time talking on, Darren, or at least I think oh. so. Well, apparently not on Facebook. We Whoa. They're leading on Facebook. Uh, baseball. Well, but it's all pretty split. Hockey evenly. and football are 30. Baseball's 26. So it's almost a third, a third, a third. And then others. Kind of where we go. Yeah, that's what we do. We talk a little. We're the golden corral of sports talk. A little bit of everything. Yeah, for you. Um, on Twitter, though, forty-one percent of people say NHL slash CHL has their attention. Thirty-six percent say the NFL draft. Thirteen percent say Major League Baseball, and ten percent say other. And by definition, Rachel Bishop, our intern says she wrote in, she says, I voted for other European soccer, Champions League, and Europa League semifinals this week. She was born in Canada, right? Yeah. I'm just making sure. (laughs) 
from Trey Colbeck in Winnipeg. Says the 147th Kentucky Derby. Well, that's on Saturday. I'm not sure how many people are looking that far ahead. Trey, by the way, is the official live announcer for Manitoba Harness Racing. So he has a vested interest. He's got a horse in the race. (laughs) Where is it? Come on. How about that? That wasn't my best horse imitation. No. That was off the top. I can do a really good horse imitation. Cattle the best, though. Oh, here's a funny one. I got people writing in saying the Red Wings were officially eliminated from the playoffs last night. We're doing that? They were eliminated on Valentine's Day, dude. From Brady and Saskatoon, Rod, your favorite team is the Vegas Golden Knights. You don't know how it feels to fight for a playoff spot for the past six years constantly. Oh, you poor, suffering Montreal Canadiens fans. No! Why do you cheer for the Habs in the first place then? They got 24 Stanley Cups. But, but. Not in his lifetime. Ex- ex- none, maybe. <laughs> none in, in his, his lifetime. Life, none in his none. lifetime. So. He was born in after 2000, my friend. <sighs> But that's, <laughs> but that's it, right? The, the franchise can be so successful, but you haven't seen it. So, yeah, my family had lots of money back in the day, too. But <laughs> Did they? I don't know. The DuPont name? Um, from Dan, the Jets fan, watching on YouTube, says, I would have said that the Jets were the best team in the division a week or so ago, but now, not at all. But that's the point. Was last week was last week, so they lost a game last night, and they're like they're giving up on the season in Winnipeg. And I'm saying, can you just wait two weeks? Because I guarantee you, the Jets are not giving up on the season. Give them the opportunity to turn this around. And if they fold like a cheap suit from Moore's, nothing against Moore's, they just sell inexpensive suits. You know what I mean? If they fold, then jump all over them, then fire Paul Maurice. I feel like I had this discussion for the last 25 years with Riders fans. And I don't know if I ever got anywhere, by the way. But, you know, our talk shows covering the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on radio equated to really just a therapy session. Big time. Look at a couple of years ago, okay? If you want a case study, and we'll, we'll relate this to the Jets, but if you want a case study, let's go a couple of years ago to the St. Louis Blues. In January, mm-hmm. they were in last place. And everybody, I'm sure, in St. Louis said, fire the coach, which they did, right? <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. This that, team, it worked in St. Yeah, Louis. It did work. But this team sucks. <laughs> we got no prospects. This guy doesn't belong in the league. We're the worst. We're the worst. We're the worst. Then they go from worst to first to win the cup, and everybody's saying, we got to model our team after the Blues. Oh, yeah. And so that's what's happening in Winnipeg. If they go on a run, everybody will say, the next model now is we got to model it after what they did in Winnipeg. Look at how they built their decor. Look at their offensive depth. Look at their goaltending. And every team will be trying to build the Jets, which Jets fans don't seem to like right now. So it's all about perspective I know. Yeah, 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 but it's not just... Hockey. I mean, look at the oh, NFL. Everywhere. Look at the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. We got to draft a six foot four, six foot five statue of a quarterback because Green Bay's New England's doing it and they're winning Super Bowls. Big Ben in Pittsburgh. Now what's hot? Russell Wilson types, Kyler Murray types. Now, 
the number one quarterback in the draft is well, he's not a statue, but he's a six foot four, six foot five type. I'm just saying it's that cop. We got to hire a young head coach because the LA Rams did it. Right. And then they got to the Super Bowl and Bill Belichick handed them their ass. And where is Sean McVay now? And Andy Reid's wedding. And, you know, <laughs> it's that copy. copy it, the, 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 the franchise that's leading isn't copying anybody. No. And that, and that translates to everything. Leaders aren't trying to emulate anybody, right? They are leaning into what they're good at. Yeah. Right? Their own way. Hence leading. And leading, yeah. Back to Brady's comment. I mean, come on, come on, come I think Brady should have chosen some teams better to cheer for if he's upset at being a Montreal Canadiens fan. Troy and Toronto watching. Habs fans can, <laughs> Habs fans can bite me. I'm a long-suffering Leafs fan, born in 1968 and been suffering for 53 years. That is a suffering fan base. That's a suffering you know fan. It. Like, there is nobody that suffered more than him. <laughs> or That's any, his entire Or any Maple Leaf fan. Life. Oh, born he, right like after the came cup. Right after the cup. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like showing up to the club after the most banging party, and you showed up a minute after everybody left. Wayne in Victoria again. He says, yes, Rod, I remember a lot of those talk shows back in the day. We Ryder fans back then had an inferiority complex. Back then? <laughs> took, <laughs> took everybody a while to catch on to that one. Just on cheering for your team, by the way. Just on that Vegas thing again, because I get asked, we have all these new viewers across Canada. They say, why would you be a Vegas Golden Knights fan? Because after all I've been through in my life, I was looking for a fresh start with an NHL team, and here was a team with a fresh start. I tried on Winnipeg for size. My wife and I went there for a weekend of games, but got storm stayed. Couldn't make it home. Had to miss work. I'm like, I'm never going to Winnipeg in the winter again. Never. For a hockey game. Vegas. Sounds nice, doesn't it? Fly down there. Wear shorts. You could walk to the damn rink from the airport if you wanted to. And it just so happened that they're one of the greatest teams in the NHL, and they hired a bunch of our friends. It was a fresh start for me. It was a fresh start for them. It was a great – who else was I going to cheer for? Um, I just felt – I don't know if anybody else got it. Like, I just got punched in the stomach. Over what? I just want to go to Vegas now. I know. I just want to go. Well, we can't. I want to go. Well, we can. We just can't come back. That's right. right would you take that? You'd be, would you be good for a couple of weeks? Well, I'd be fine. All right. A um, couple minutes left in this segment, then we'll be bringing in Mitch Peacock. I'm enjoying the back and forth with the viewers here today. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I would say fans of all Canadian NHL teams are long-suffering. And I would absolutely agree. I would absolutely agree. But the team with the most hurting fan base, we've had these talks on the show, it's the Vancouver Canucks. Okay? It's not just longing for the good old days. They don't have any good old days. And they're going to miss the playoffs again. That is a... There's pain there. Yeah. Oilers had their good times. Flames had their good times. I don't know what it is about the Jets fans. I really admire them. Because they've never won anything either. That's right. Yet they are not bitter. 
It's like they, I think maybe it's a prairie thing. They love their team no matter what. Yeah, they feel grateful to have a team. Yeah, wow. Well, ding, ding, ding. Right? Yes. And I, which, which is, makes all the sense in the world, but it also makes me pretty happy and proud of that fan base that they feel that way. Yeah. You know, it's not, impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. It's not like we got our team back, but that's not good enough, right? We need to, like, now I know they want to win. But I think they're pretty happy. So, that's hey, uh, Tristan's watching mm. on YouTube. He says my his account is my monster spectacular biggest fan. He says, "Hey, Rod, it's me, Tristan. I do miss you a lot, Tristan. I miss you too. Run into him regularly on the concourse at Pat's games or around town. He's usually wearing a Rod Peterson Show T-shirt. Tristan, we'll see you soon when this is over, and we'll have some new RP Show clothing for Tristan. That's right. What do you say? Uh. Let's break, and we'll bring in Mitch. Yeah, we got we a lot to get to, okay? With him, sports update coming up, too. It is episode number 472 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at earthechofoods.com slash minutemedia. Follow us on Twitter at May and at earthechofoods. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome uh, back, everybody. Just a comment here. And then uh, some breaking news. Chris Bird in Toronto says the Argos are the Raiders of the CFL. Everyone loves to hate them. Chris, I think you're wrong on that. I don't know anybody that hates the Toronto Argonauts. That's a complex that you need to have addressed. Even since I was a little kid, they were my second favorite team. They might be tied for my favorite team right now. Not everybody hates the Argos. You need to get over that. Mike Blackbird in Toronto watching. He says the Winnipeg Jets are the Cleveland Browns of the NHL. And that's very possible. And speaking of the NHL, news came down today. Great timing regarding the playoffs. Because everybody wants to know what's going to happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
Here it is from the Canadian press. The NHL is preparing to adjust playoff contingency plans if virus restrictions in Canada prevent travel between provinces or back and forth to the U.S. Commissioner Gary Bettman called the situation wildly unpredictable and one that changes daily. The NHL kicked the can down the road on cross-border travel by having all Canadian seven teams play in the same division this year. The first time a Canadian team would need to play a counterpart in the U.S. would be in June And though there has been speculation about the first two rounds of the North Division playoffs happening in a quarantine bubble, Canada has so far lagged behind in vaccinating people against COVID-19 compared to the United States. Canada has fully vaccinated just 2.71% of its people. That disparity has prevented the NHL from relaxing virus protocols for teams that reach a certain threshold of vaccination, which is the case with the NFL, NBA, and MLB around the United States. So let's bring in our next guest. Mitch Peacock is the voice of the Winnipeg Ice. And Mitch, thanks for sitting all through all that. But I'm sure you found that interesting. I'm, they're talking playoffs in Winnipeg, and we don't know where they're going to be. That's, that's got to be a bit of a headache for the NHL, my friend. Yeah, it's got to be. And uh, at the same time, I think a lot of people in positions of responsibility are getting used to this because the pandemic has made planning almost impossible. It seems like anytime you think you can set something up, you can't set something up. So it'll be interesting to see where this lands. Uh, I know that, uh, or at least my instinct is they'll want to get something that they can then count on sooner than later. So we'll see if they uh, just decide to go in a certain direction to make sure they know what they're dealing with and aren't depending on other people to tell them what their rules and plans are. Well, the playoffs start in a couple weeks' time. As you know, the Canadian teams won't need to leave Canada for about a month, but there's, I guess we now know why there's been nothing announced because they don't know. And by the way, Mitch and I will both call the final game of the season for the Regina Pats and Winnipeg Ice tonight at 6. I'm looking forward to seeing you there, Mitch. I'm looking forward to the game, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, the Jets 6-1 loss to the Orders last night. You're a Twitter guy. You see what they're saying. They're in Winnipeg like they're saying the season's over. What's your take on the way that game went down last night? I think if there's one thing uh, that I know from living in Winnipeg, it's that uh, it's a great hockey town and people love the game. They love to talk about it. Uh, There's a great passion for the Jets. They want to see the team be successful. Um, They've got incredible hopes and dreams for the playoffs as far as the fan base is concerned. And so, you know, you stumble down the stretch. You get blown out by the team you're probably going to play in the first round. Uh, the best player in the league looks like he's completely unstoppable. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rattle a cage a little bit, right? It's going to stoke those fears that maybe the Jets are going to see a, a season go by the wayside without getting past the first round of the playoffs. So I understand the reaction, uh, although at the same time, uh, I've seen the reaction before. And it's just, uh, I think, uh, in some corners of that fan base, uh, you know, a reaction to, to caring as much as they do and being worried that the season's not going to work out the way they want it to. For sure, but I would just wonder about Paul Maurice. And by the way, you called Moose games for many years. Like, it's a lot for him to deal with unless he's shielded from it. Because I can guarantee you today, as I said an hour ago, Paul Maurice is not throwing his hands up in the air and saying it's over. They're trying to devise a way to contain Connor McDavid. Last night they couldn't do it. But I would think the next two weeks are all about playoff prep and getting healthy. What do you, what's your take on the, where the Jets go from here? Yeah, I'm tough to argue with that. I, I would say that, uh, you know, last night they were missing Adam Lowry and Nikolai Ehlers, uh, two very important pieces of the puzzle when it comes to that forward group. Uh, I think pretty well understood that the Jets' strength is the forward group as well as having a Vezina Trophy netminder. So when you take two big pieces out of that 12, 
then you know that they're going to be a different team. That's no disrespect to anyone else that played in last night's game. But that's not the same team when you don't have Adam Lowry and Nikolai either. So there's that component to it. Uh, they have struggled to score of late. Uh, they are, I think, sorting through some things down the stretch here. But teams go through that through the course of every season. You face uh, adversity, and, and the challenge to every team is to, to find solutions to make yourself better. So as you say, I think that uh, Paul Maurice, who's a guy who works tirelessly along with his staff to find solutions, uh, is not sitting around going, well, I guess that's it. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna have some ideas. They're, they're, they've got things they've been working on, I'm sure, all the way along. And that's not just... Um, it, probably, it probably doesn't have a lot to do with systems. It has more to do with man management and understanding relationships and, and making sure that the mindset is right and the chemistry is right uh, heading down the stretch to give themselves the best chance in the postseason. A wonderful question here is a great segue from T-Bone watching on YouTube. He says, how was Peyton Krebs doing with his last game in the WHL? <laughs> this, is, this is a monumental game tonight for everybody, Mitch. You know what it's like the last game of the season, but specifically on Peyton Krebs, he's now set a nice record, and that's something special as he departs his junior career. You know, it's just so fitting for a guy who's given everything he's got to the ice franchise that he would set a record like this in his final season. Last night, uh, for those who don't know, uh, he got an assist on the game-winning goal in the third period. It made it 22 consecutive games in which he'd had at least a point, and that's a franchise record, one better than the standards set by Mike Comrie back in 2000-2001. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a fitting recognition for a guy who's done so much for so long. A first overall pick in the Bantam draft, uh, he committed to the team when it decided to to tear it down and rebuild, even though it was his draft year. He said, I want to be here. I want to be part of the solution. I want to see this thing go forward. Uh, the only three-year captain in the history of the franchise. Uh, you know, you hear a lot of things about players, and, and um, sometimes uh, there's a little bit more smoke than, than truth to it. Uh, there's all uh, substance here when it comes to Peyton Krebs. He is dedicated, devoted. Uh, he does the right things uh, in his personal life. He, he works out, he eats right, he sleeps, he trains. Every player on the team matters to him. Uh, he's not one of these guys that, that looks at it like, you know, uh, talk to me, kid, when you got a year in the league or anything like that. Everybody's part of it. It's a big family, and uh, he's beloved by his teammates. These are the players that franchises a dream of and to take a long time to get over it. But that said, uh, the ice seem to have done a nice job in bringing in players like Connor Geeky and Zach Benson who are really fortunate to have the chance to spend this time around a player like Peyton Krebs and see what it's all about to be a pro even when you're junior age. And uh, the legacy of Peyton Krebs uh, will continue for a long time, even though he won't be in a nice uniform because the way he operates is in this group's uh, DNA. It's in its psyche because they've seen it day in and day out. So um, Pat's and ice tonight, 6 p.m. Mountain, We'll have the call on Access Now Television. Mitch will have it on 1290 in Winnipeg. And this, let, slap me if this is a stupid question, Mitch, because I'm, tr I'm trying to learn. I would Winnipeg. never slap you, Rod. You know that. Well, I'm, you might. Wait till you hear the question. Where does Peyton Krebs fit in Winnipeg sports lore? Now, I understand we're not talking Bobby Hull, uh, Bob Essence, uh, Matt Dunnigan, and they've only been there for a couple of years. Yet, like, with what he means to the ice franchise, is that just within the walls of the Wayne Fleming Arena? Or will he be remembered in Winnipeg for what he did for that franchise? Because they didn't even get to see him this year. Yeah. 
No, it's a very good question. And I think the answer is that uh, it's a bit unfair to Peyton that um, the way that things have worked out timing-wise, it, it's not going to be appreciated in Winnipeg the way it might have been. Because as you point out, he had one season in Winnipeg and it was only a partial season because he was still recovering from his Achilles injury. And then this season, all of the games were played here in Regina. So Peyton was deprived of the opportunity to really connect with the community to the extent he would have liked. I know that is something he would have liked to do. And I know that the fans didn't get an opportunity to see him as much as they would have liked. Because in a hockey-loving town like Winnipeg, if you have a standout junior player like that, uh, who's on his way to a solid professional career, uh, he's going to endear himself to the community and definitely make a place there, as you're suggesting. But unfortunately, uh, circumstances and timing, I think, are such that um, Peyton's not going to get the full credit for what he's done uh, from a Winnipeg standpoint, just because of the way that um, his arc and, and the arc of the franchise overlap. Well, he'll make his mark in the National Hockey League. And I, I appreciate those football viewers. Well, that's viewers. the problem because Jets fans are not fans of the Golden Knights. And so it, it may be uh, Peyton who when he shows up. <laughs> I know, but they don't draft Canadian players or or local players, if you will. That's that's. <clears throat> I thought they should have taken Seth Jarvis instead of Cole Perfetti, but that's just me. And Perfetti's having a fine season with the Moose, so I understand that. But I just got to ask you before we move on, what the ICE's reaction to the bubble is because the Hubble, they don't want to say bubble because you've been staying in Airbnb. You've been out of it. But the more WHL people I chat with here over the last week, they're like that scene from Happy Gilmore when Happy was taking his grandma to the old folks home and the lady flopped across the windshield of his car and said, get me out of here. <laughs> they're ready to go. That's just, what's the what's the ice been like? Well, you know what? I, I, you're right. I'm not there, so I don't know the you know the the real life of it day to day. But what I can tell you, in talking to James Patrick and talking to Josh Green, the assistant coach, and talking with some of the players, um, they have just loved the experience. And I mean that from the standpoint of spending time together with people that they're close to, uh, building those bonds, uh, sharing this experience through such a unique time. Players felt, uh, I think, you know a loss and a sadness with being unable to play for a year plus. So to have this time together, to be around each other all the time, that's what they've cherished. Uh, I, I can't speak to anything else when it comes to, you know, do they like their room or how's the Wi-Fi reception or <laughs> what's the lunch like? Uh, I, I don't know. But uh, what I can tell you is that the ice players and staff have just raved about the experience of being together as a group, having this time to spend after the absence of a year plus and, um, and in that respect, uh, there's you know some disappointment that they're going to have to go their separate ways here because they've enjoyed it so much. And it always helps when you're winning, and they've done a whole lot of that with one regulation time loss in the last 13. Uh, you ever consider politics, Mitch? <laughs> no, very, I, I haven't. Why? Do you think I should? Very good answer. Very No, 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 no. I'm teasing you. I think James Patrick strikes me and Josh Green and those guys like the kind of guy that if you sliced open his head, a puck would fall out. So obviously they've loved two consecutive months of hockey, 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 hockey. Yeah, I could. I could. James Patrick strikes me as that kind of guy. Um, uh, anything, you know, yeah. James, James, I'm not sure if it's James Patrick or Eric Comrie who loves hockey more. That Those two people, I have never met anybody who loves the game like those two people. 
and 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 both love to talk about it as well and what a blessing that is for guys like us because um, they're willing to answer questions and share their knowledge and uh, it's been uh, it, it's been terrific well I'll, t- I'll tell you I think I told you this story off the air but I'll say it for the for our viewers I was interviewing James Patrick this summer I was had an interview lined up with James Patrick this summer for over the phone and I called him and I said uh, James can we do this interview? And he goes, well, I'm going to the golf course. I got five minutes. I'm like, okay, I'll make it quick. We got to seven minutes and I'm like, okay, James, I got to go. We're over time. He's like, no, no, I'm enjoying this. Keep going. Right. Does that sound like something James, pa- that would be a typical conversation with James Patrick? A hundred percent. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, again, what a, what a great thing that is for me because in this unique situation that we're in, I haven't been able to go to practice each day. You know, normally you guys like you and I are hanging around the rink watching practice. So we see who's practicing with who we see who's not on the ice. We see who doesn't seem to be healthy. We see which goalies are getting work. We, we know a lot just by being around it every day and being able to take it all in. Well, I don't have that opportunity here. That's not the way that things have been set up. So uh, James Patrick is talking to me for, you know, 20, 30 minutes before we ever record an interview, just answering all the day-to-day mundane stuff uh, so that I can go on the air and, and sound a little bit like I know what I'm talking about. And um, so, yeah, uh, you're right on the money with that. There, there's no... Uh, <laughs> You don't get shortchanged in a conversation with James Patrick, James Patrick, especially when it's on the topic of hockey. Yeah. All right. Well, from viewer in Winnipeg, John Ohm. Ohm. He says, Mitch is a great representation of Winnipeg. Great guy. There you go, Mitch. I'll Whoa. leave you with that. There you awesome. go. Yeah, no Thank kidding. You. Hopefully you're having a sub for lunch, and I will see you in the gondola tonight. Uh, meatball. Remember the last conversation? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do. Yar we eat, Mitch. Have a good day. I got converted. <laughs> okay. See ya. Mitch Peacock, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, joining us. Uh, from viewer Nelson Hackowich, our VP of Sim Events, says, will having these teams in the hub city see more cohesive teams in 2022, 2023, 2024 setting us up for more parity in tighter competition in the East Division? I don't know. I'm just worried about tonight's game. Should we break or should I do a sports update, guys? Okay, Clark says take a break, so we will. Moose will be back in here. We'll finish this up with NFL talk, MLB talk, CFL talk, whatever you want. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I almost wonder if Ryan in Saratoga, New York, has a bug in here. See what he just wrote in? Yeah. How about the NHL on TNT? Hang on. I no. said to Darren, I want to talk about that. But first, a sports update. The Raptors welcome the Eastern Conference leading Brooklyn Nets tonight in Florida for their second game of a back-to-back. Toronto beat the Cleveland Cavaliers last night, 112-96, for its fifth win in six games. It's unbelievable what the Raps have done post-COVID outbreak. Connor McDavid is putting up points at a pace that hasn't been seen in over two decades. Last night, McDavid registered his third hat trick 
to go along with the helpers. The Oilers dismantled Winnipeg 6-1 to leapfrog the Jets for second place in the North Division. Connor leads the NHL in scoring with 81 points and playing his 46th game of the season. McDavid is the fastest player to 80 points in a game since Mario Lemieux did it in 45 games back in 96-97. Unbelievable. Heady company. He might get to 100. I kind of hope he does. I kind of do, too. How about that? American Hockey American Hockey League. Matthew Phillips scored the shootout winner as the Stockton Heat beat the Manitoba Moose 3-2. Andrew Shortridge made 38 saves for Stockton. Eric Comrie stopped 25 shots for Manitoba. The game was played at Bell MTS Place. In the dub hub, Kyle Krinkovic had two goals and two assists in regulation before Rhett Reinhardt scored 127 into overtime as the Saskatoon Blades beat the Moose Jaw Warriors 5-4. There's a kid who's not anxious to get out of the hub. Rhett, Rhett Reinhardt. Yeah. Old Rhino. Connor Geeky and Zach Benson scored 120 apart in the third period to tie the game, and Carter Prasovsky followed with a go-ahead goal as the Winnipeg Ice came back from a 3-1 deficit to the Prince Albert Raiders. 4-3, Winnipeg won. And Kyron Gronick and Craig Armstrong had a goal and an assist each, and Taylor Goche stopped 25 shots as Prince George snapped a four-game skid, beating Victoria 4-1. It's the Royals' ninth consecutive defeat. Tonight, Regina and Winnipeg wrap up their seasons at 6 Mountain in the Dub Hub on Access Now TV. Canada hits the ice tonight in Texas for its first game at the Under-18 Men's Hockey Championship. The Canadians take on Sweden in their first-round robin game at the 10-Nation Tournament. 23 of the 24 players on the roster are members of the CHL. Who's the 24th that isn't? Who's the turncoat? No, who's the 24th that doesn't play in the CHN? Not a tone coat, by the way. I'm joking when I say that. That's right. Really got me wondering, though. I know. Somebody want to research that? The Toronto Blue Jays and Washington Nationals open up a two-game set today at TD Ballpark in Dunedin. The Jays plan to go with righty Trent Thornton, while the Nationals have ace Max Scherzer scheduled to start. Scherzer 4-2 and two in 10 career starts against Toronto. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, order yours now at g2gbars.ca. I said I was going to find the list of Blue Jays. Um, injuries. I was looking it up this morning, but we only have 16 minutes left in the show. I don't think I could cover them all in that amount of time. There's a lot. So there was breaking news this morning. Two items, actually. One, Gary Bettman speaking on the state of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Do you know why you haven't heard what's going to happen past round three? Because they don't know what's going to happen past round three. That's right. <laughs> that's, and that's wild, right? It's We're so a week wild. left in the regular season. They don't know. And they don't know. I know we're going to play our divisions. like, But you got to remember, when we get past, you know, into round three, there's only four teams left. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what would traditionally be the conference semifinals. So, you know, we had thought back in the day that they were going to have a bubble again for the four teams, put them all in one city, let them play, out, play down. Might happen. I still would think that would be the best case scenario. Here are your Blue Jays injuries, Canada. T.J. Zoik, undisclosed. Kirby Yates, Tommy John. Ross Stripling, forearm. Hyunjin Roo, right glute. Woo. Nate Pearson, 
An adductor. What is that? I don't even think I have one. Sounds like it hurts. Patrick Murphy, shoulder. Julian Merriweather, left oblique. Yikes. Tommy Hatch, elbow. George Springer, left oblique. Yee. Teoscar Hernandez, health protocols. How are they even fielding a team? Let alone, what are they, 10 and 11? I think. In third in the American League East. It's mind-blowing what the Blue Jays are doing. Charlie Montoyo for manager of the year. He was a finalist last year, wasn't he? Let's it? go. I could get behind that. Yeah. So to the NHL on TNT. I'm, I'm loving this for a lot of reasons. You've seen the memes going around with Charles Barkley and Shaq. I was going to say, You've seen those? I can't wait for, for Chuck and Shaq to, to be doing analysis of NHL playoffs. Can you imagine? Of course we kid. They're not going to be on the NHL panel. But who knows? You never know. You never know. Charles Barkley did color of the match with Tom Brady and Phil and Tiger. They put Snoop Dogg on NHL games on broadcast. Anything is possible for the, for the entertainment value. Um, I'm just happy that they're going to be on television. It's $225 million per year to the NHL from TNT. On top of the ESPN package, I believe. Like, that's a lot of Hiroshi going around. Oh, yeah. And where is our friend in New York? Ryan McCarthy. Here it is. Breaking within the last half hour, which incidentally, it came out yesterday, but it's been confirmed. Turner Sports to air NHL games starting next season. Seven-year contract worth $225 million annually. They'll also get three Stanley Cup finals and the Winter Classic. They'll be splitting U.S. NHL coverage with ESPN. I'm wondering, does this make Barry Melrose relevant again? Oh, yeah. All these things are great. Watching Stephen A. Smith try to talk hockey is wonderful. Do you understand why I don't get into soccer and why I don't get into certain things? Because I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't think it stops Stephen A. from talking hockey. Then everybody laughs at him. And I'm okay with being laughed at. Believe me, I'm fine. But I don't like feeling stupid. So I'm trying to learn soccer. How much time do you think Stephen A. Smith's going to put into learning hockey? I don't know. He shouldn't. If he's not a hockey guy, he shouldn't. Just because it's on the network, he's got to do what he does. You, yeah, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, right? But maybe he's going he's gonna to start trolling the Dallas Stars, you know? And he's going to start laughing at the Dallas Stars. That would be funny every time they lose. We'll uh, break and come back with more viewer takeover. Kevin, hang on. We'll get to your question and more. Full viewer takeover coming up in overtime. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook live daily. Tell your friends. And 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. As we said, this is Viewer Takeover. We've taken care of our uh, sponsors today in terms of Pucks U, Pucks University. Um, we're not going to face off today. Nope. We'll save that full for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Rob Williamson, 
He watches every day in Kingston, Ontario, and he says, no problem about soccer, Rod. Just bring on Jamie Neugebauer and Rachel Bishop to do the soccer talk. You got some pe- great people around you that know their soccer. And I plan to do that. I plan to bring those folks on. Ryan McCarthy, last comment from Ryan today. He says, Glenn Falls, New York's own Barry Melrose is always relevant. I think we're talking about a different Barry Melrose. Darren, he's from Kelvington, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Maybe he lives in Glen Falls, New York now, but he cut his teeth and grew up and scraped his shins in Kelvington, Saskatchewan, the Barry Melrose. Dimmest barn in the country. They always had the darkest lights. You played in Kelvington? Oh, yeah. Never played in there. Never had the pleasure. You know, it's one of the, yeah, it's one of those traditional, old, wonderful rinks. You just know that a lot of great players have come through that place. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, says Farhan Lalji is 95% certain of a CFL season. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.